You are listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. I'm Samantha Brown, a professional organizer and business coach. In this podcast, you will learn how to start and scale the organizing business of your dreams. So let's jump in. Welcome back to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. So I really hope that this episode finds you in an amazing place in your business, feeling like you can do this no matter what is going on around you, because I remember those times that you have to decide to just push through. You are the one with this vision. You are the one with this dream of starting this business. Your family may not understand what you're doing. Your friends may not understand what you're doing, but you are the one that has the vision for this business to start, to flourish, to grow, and to help other women declutter and organize their homes so they have more peace, so they have more joy in their lives, and you can help them get rid of the stress that they are walking in and living in day to day. So I hope that this message finds you in a place of feeling inspired and feeling motivated for your business. But if you are feeling imposter syndrome or you are feeling stress over starting this business and the people around you don't see it for what it is, which is an amazing idea, that's okay. They don't have to see the vision. God gave you the vision to help other women. God gave you the vision to start and grow your organizing business. No matter what the people around you think or say, you know what has been planted on the inside of you and you know that you can grow this thing to help your family, to help yourself, to no longer have to work for someone else's dream or work in what feels like a never-ending job that stresses you out. No more. Girl, you have got this. You can do this wherever you are right now, whatever you're doing. Take a deep breath. And just remember, you have this vision. They don't have to get it. You love them anyways, but you are doing this no matter what. And that is part of being an entrepreneur. Welcome to the club. (laughs) All right, so... In today's episode, I want to talk to you about all of the forms that I use in my organizing business from beginning to end. So with each client, we know that they either fill out the form on our website and then we get back in contact with them or they just call our phone. However, that first interaction is from then all the way until we are completely done with the clients, with the sessions. They are happy with the job we have done. These are the forms that I use for every single client from beginning to end. Also, make sure to go join our Facebook group, The Pro Organizers Coach. You can search for that in the Facebook group search bar so you can stay up to date on all of the things that are going on with POC. Janelle and I are currently creating a professional organizer's business forms bundle with all of the forms that you could possibly need to start or scale your business. The links to the Facebook group and the business bundle will be in the show notes as soon as they are available. Now, in the meantime, if you need a coaching session to help you with your forms 
or with a client or with anything that you are going through right now, then go to www.calendly.com slash Samantha Brown coaching to set up a one hour coaching call with me where we can figure it out together, whatever it is for you right now. Because I remember when I first started my business and I had my very first actual client that reached out through my contact form on my website. I was so excited at first. Then I immediately went into imposter syndrome. Well, I'm not an organizer. What am I going to (laughs) do? Which we will definitely talk about in a future episode. And I have been discussing that very thing with an organizer in our group. So if you're feeling that way, it is definitely a part of the process. We all go through it at one time or another. Or if you're like me, then you will go through it multiple times and probably still be going through it years from now. But anyways, so my first client reached out and we set up our consultation. And when I got there, she took me into her closet and she showed me all of the things in her closet. And then she said, So we're going to put in an entire new closet system. I hate what's here now. It's not working for me. I need entirely new shelves. I need new everything. I want the whole thing redone. Then she took me in her bathroom, showed me that. She took me in her garage, her kitchen, her pantry, upstairs in her boys' room, the whole nine. I was so overwhelmed. All I could think about is how do I completely revamp her closet system? I can't do that. And she was talking to me as if I was the one that was going to put it in. I was going to take care of the whole thing. Back at that time, I immediately started panicking and I was so frustrated when I left her session because I didn't even know where to turn, what to do, what questions to ask. Was this being an organizer? Were most organizers supposed to know how to put an entire closet system in on their own? I didn't know. So I called Janelle and I was like, Janelle, I need a coaching session. I got to talk this out. So we set up our coaching session. And during the coaching session, Janelle calmed me down. She talked me through the whole process. She helped me realize that I needed to reach out to an actual closet installer in my area. I could refer my client to them or I could even offer to meet my client at the closet system place they would put in the closet system, which I could help design based on her needs. And then I could go back in and re-put her stuff back. So the job as an organizer would have been packing the stuff up, helping her figure out what she needed, like what, you know, how much dress space and how much short, like shirt space compared to pants space compared to shoe space, you know, those types of things based on what was already in her closet. I did not realize that at the time. But of course, after talking to a professional that had been doing this for a while, she immediately knew the answers. She gave me the confidence I needed. So when I called her back, I knew what I was doing. I had the number to the guy that I had already gone and seen. I knew the options for the closet installers and the installation fees. I had his brochure to give to her, the whole nine. So it helped me a whole lot. So I say all of that to say this, no matter where you are in your business, I can relate. And I promise that setting up a coaching call was the very best decision I made because like I said, I immediately felt better. I had a plan moving forward. So remember, if you are stuck anywhere in your business, 
then set up a call with me. We will figure it out together. I will walk you through it. And if I do not know the answers, I will find someone that does. But I promise you having a conversation with someone that is an organizer that speaks your language that understands exactly what you're going through is way better than trying to talk to friends or family because as much as we love them, they don't get it. Okay, into the forms. The pro organizer forms that I use most often in my home business are number one, client intake form and questionnaire. Number two, client agreement slash your contract for services. Number three, mutual release of liability. Number four is a scheduled work sessions form. And last but not least is our testimonial request form. So let's talk about each one and what they are and how they can help you. All right. So number one, client intake forms. They allow you to gather the basic information about your clients, their goals, and the logistics of the organizing project. This form can also serve as a checklist for each job making sure that you cover all of your questions and get all the information you need. I also like to use the client intake form to ask clients how they learned about my pro organizing services, which helps me measure how well my marketing efforts are working. What it has on it, just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about, it has name, phone, date, address, email, how did you hear about us, what areas do you need help with? And then it has a bunch of, you know, a list of different areas of the home. What are your goals? Who lives in your home? Are the people living in your home supportive of hiring an organizer? Do you have pets? And then a space for additional notes. And then at the very bottom, it says scheduled consultation date and time. So this is just my personal one that I like to use. It's very basic. I don't always fill the whole thing in. But the point of it is when someone goes to my website and they fill out the form on my website, it's very basic because online, a lot of people do not like to give a ton of their information. So I have mine set up to where it is just name, email, and then like one or two questions. What areas are you wanting to organize? I have a couple check boxes and then I have um, a question that says, what else would you like us to know about your goals? So then they can just type whatever it is that they are feeling, thinking, the whole nine. All right. And the reason I like this is because, again, like I said, online, I know I personally don't want to give my address. I personally don't want to give anything more than maybe my name, my phone number, and a little information about what I'm calling about. That's it. So keep your form on your website very basic. From the client perspective, they go to the website, they like what they see, they see some before and after photos, they're like, yes, this is the person that is talking to me. They go to the contact form, they fill it out, they hit submit. Now on my end, I get an email that states, Samantha Brown, is her phone number is this, and she's wanting organizing or decluttering, it's all about like her kid's room and, and maybe a craft room. So then for me, I'm going to go ahead on my client intake form and I'm going to fill out her name and her phone number and the date. And then what areas do you need help with on my form? I fill that out. Then I leave the rest for when I call her. 
So then I call her. I don't have the address filled in yet because I always leave that towards the end after we've chatted. So I call a client and I'm like, hey, you know, this is Samantha Brown from Love Laugh Organize. I'm so excited to speak with you. How are you today? And then they're like, oh, you know, a little stressed or I'm doing good. How are you? Which is the typical. And then I'm like, amazing. So I saw where you said that you were wanting to organize your craft room and your kids' rooms. Do you care to tell me a little more about the project or about your organizing goals or about what's going on for you? And then they'll go into explaining, you know, oh, my kids' rooms are a mess and my craft room just has stuff everywhere and I would love for it to be organized. And then I use who I am on the inside as a woman to speak to her the way that I would want to be spoken to. So then I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember when my kids were young. So tell me about their room specifically. And as she's talking, I'm writing out notes about what is going on. You don't want to make this sound like you're a drill sergeant being like, what are your goals? Who lives in your home? No, you just want to have a conversation with her one-on-one, woman-to-woman, the same way you would want someone to speak to you if they called you to do a job in your home. You want it professional, but as a professional organizer, you also want it to have that personal touch that makes them feel like A, you care, and B, that you are there for them. You are ready to come in and help them in their mess or in their stress or whatever it is that they're going through at the moment. You want to come in and help them and meet them in that place and promise them, Sister, I hear you. We will get you through this. I would love to work with you. Now, for me personally, um, I do free consultations. So I say, oh my gosh, I have a free consultation. So what days do you normally work or, or do, you know, what days of the week normally work better for you to set up that consultation? Because once I get in front of them, once I'm in their home and they are showing me around the most vulnerable places in their life that they don't show anyone, once they show me those places and they feel comfortable with me, it's not about going in there and being like, oh, I can fix this. We're going to order these and order this. And immediately your your place is going to be organized and decluttered. It's going to be great. No, you also don't want to go in there, in my opinion, and be like, hey, you have to get rid of 60% of this stuff. We got to figure it out. Don't do that. It, it gives you a bad rep. I promise. I've heard from clients that are like, I had an organizer come in and she was like a drill sergeant and it made me feel so uncomfortable. She told me I had to do this and I had to do that. There's a balance as a professional organizer. You want people to feel comfortable with you and you want to give them guidance, but you also want to make sure that they feel like they had a say in what they did. It's a balancing act. I get it. It's stressful as the organizer. You know, some people need you to be more of a listening ear and a counselor. And then other people want you to come in. They don't ever even want to deal with you. They just want you to make it pretty and labeled and Pinterest worthy, which both are great. They're just a little different, which FYI, Janelle and I will be doing a episode very soon about the difference in different clients and how you as the organizer have to go in with a different mindset based on the type of client, which I think is going to be amazing. 
anyways, back to the client intake form. We've done the entire, you know, questions with them. Everything's great. We filled it out. We've set up the consultation. We wrote it on our paper. Done. Now, for me personally, that's when I'm going to get my contract for services ready and I'm going to get my mutual release of liability ready. Those two forms are going to be what I take to the consultation with me. So they've set up a consultation with me and now I'm going to the consultation. So your client agreement slash contract for services, whatever you want to call it, those forms are basically contracts between you and your client. With this form, you can easily cover the important technical details such as fees, the types of payments you accept, what your services cover, and what clients will have to pay for. You can also include important information for your business such as photo release agreements to make sure that everyone's on the same page. And in mine, I also have a confidentiality section, payment, things like Payment is due based on the following terms. These are the things I accept. Cash, credit card checks, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, you know, those types of things. And then, of course, the return check fee. All right. Now, also, when I go in to do a consultation, I take a form called a mutual release of liability. And it essentially is a legal binding paper that says, and this is the way I explain it to every single client I have. If I get hurt while I am doing the sessions or while I'm working in your home, I will not sue you. And if you get hurt while I am doing these sessions, you will not sue me. It is a release of liability. Neither one of us are liable for either one of us getting hurt or anything broken. It is a mutual release of liability. And then I personally go in to say, if something breaks, I will replace it or take it off of the fee if I break anything. But this is just a release of liability stating that neither one of us are responsible if either one of us get hurt. And not once have I had a client not willing to sign. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, please don't sue me. And I don't want to sue you either. I just want my my house organized. (laughs) So then they sign it. So we've went over the client intake form when someone reaches out. Then we set up the consultation. We've gone to the consultation and we've brought those forms with us. Now, we are going to set up the dates for our actual sessions, and during those sessions, we are going to keep track of our scheduled work sessions. So, that's the next form, and pretty much all the scheduled work sessions is is a form that keeps up with the hours you're working, whether it is searching for bins, whether it's shopping for bins, whether it is actually organizing, whatever it is that you personally want to charge. Most organizers do this, and honestly, there are days that I wish I would have explained this better during the consultation, because you are responsible for setting your clients up and setting their expectations to the way that you are and the way that you work and what you expect out of the two of you working together. I personally need to get better at this, of telling them any time that I have to spend searching for bins, even from home or doing like Pinterest idea boards, things of that nature is $25 an hour at home or, you know, something along those lines. I've never done that. I regretted it very much with a client not too long ago. I ended up, no joke, spending over seven hours researching bins for her 
because she just didn't know what she wanted. And then I would send her ideas and she'd be like, oh my gosh, I love them. And then I would send her the ones to buy based on the measurements of that pantry. And then she'd be like, well, you know, I really wanted wire. Or, oh my gosh, I decided I don't like that color. I think it needs to be a different color. (laughs) So maybe somewhere in your contract, make sure to put in there that any time spent on bins, baskets, research, shopping fees, the whole nine is like, you know, 25 bucks an hour. It's way less than our typical fee, but it's still getting paid for something because it is your time and it is valuable. All right. Last but not least, we have the testimonial form, which of course is after you've done all your sessions, you filled out your work sessions, they've paid you, everything's done, you've got your before and after photos, and now you are looking for a testimonial. So you have two options that I personally use. One is you can give them the paperwork if they seem like someone that is not very tech savvy, they're maybe older and they don't really want to deal with you know, the phone, they hate that stuff because you'll know them by the time you get done working with them. Then there's a form you could give them to fill out and then maybe with an envelope that already, you know, has a stamp and the mail back address. And then that way they fill out the testimonial and they send it back in the envelope. However you want to do that. I personally always keep in touch with my clients by text and I send them as I leave the last session. It's through Google Business, which of course, you know, is is like the most important thing to have. So you go to your Google My Business management thing, which is now on Google Maps. And when you go to manage, there's a spot that says like reviews. And then you click share and it'll say love, laugh, organize, would like your feedback. And it'll have a little link. And then I always make sure to send them a text. I've enjoyed working with you so much. I would love if you could leave me a five-star review. I really appreciate it. They help me so much in my business or, you know, something along those lines. So I let them know I prefer a five-star review. And most of them are like, yeah, absolutely. So then I send that link. And then they go onto the link most of the time. Quite a few of them will not go hit the link, which is, you know, it's fine. It's probably half and half, just to be honest with you. About half of them will go leave you a review. The other half say they will, and they mean to, but they're disorganized. So you can't really expect too much. Don't take it personal. It's completely fine. It happens to the best of us. I promise. All right. So now real quick, do you absolutely need these forms? Yes. And the reason why you need to have these forms is because you are not organizing as a hobby. You are organizing as a professional who is establishing a career. It's important that as a business owner, you have all your I's dotted, all your T's crossed. Organizing as a professional is a lot different than simply entering a friend's house and cleaning their closet. Since you are taking income from actual clients who are often strangers You need to make sure that you have contracts in place and permission for things like photos and quotes, which are necessary to help establish and grow your business. Save yourself some time and use the proper forms right from the start. You have been listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. Go to the show notes to find all of the links mentioned in this episode and hit that subscribe and automatic download button so you don't miss a single thing. Thanks for listening.